find your own way All you gotta do is just Hi everyone, welcome to the Showgirl Tip of the Day podcast where we talk about show business, old friends, and new adventures. I'm Michelle Bruckner. Welcome to the first episode of 2022. How exciting is it to start a brand new year, a year of possibilities, change, growth, great friends, long walks, good talks, Yes, it's all happening, everybody. I'm so happy you're here with me. Today, we're going to talk about goals, and we're going to talk about working backwards from a goal. I'm going to give you two examples today. The first example is a show business example. Let's say you're new to the business and you want to start working. Let's think about the end of this goal. Okay, so the end of this goal means to become someone who is a quote-unquote name actor. That just doesn't happen at the start. You have to put in many years of auditions, jobs, etc. So let's talk about working from the end. So your end goal, working actor, how does someone become a working actor? You need to audition. So let's work backwards from there. What do you need to audition? You need yourself and a skill set. Your skill set. Can you act? By acting, you can play a character and create believable behavior in imaginary circumstances. This is true for the stage and this is true for film and TV. Have you had any training? Do you need training to be an actor? No, but having some training, including voice and speech, including some movement training, will just really help you have that confidence and experience so that when you go to auditions and you're asked to read, you can do so with confidence and also do a good job. So let's talk about your materials. Do you have a professional headshot? And by professional, I mean a headshot that captures your casting. If you are someone who doesn't wear a lot of makeup, is just very earthy, you don't want to get a quote-unquote glamour headshot. You want a headshot that will represent you. If you can play a variety of types, let's say, let's say your look is a little bit quirky and you can also play downscale, meaning someone that might be a little shady character in a TV show, you might want to get a few headshots that reflect that. On the other side, if you're someone who can play upscale, you want to have headshots that can show you that you're a very wealthy patron at a gallery or a judge or a principal of a high school or someone in an executive position. So there's all kinds of looks you can get and just study the headshots of people that you admire. Instagram is a great tool because everyone is posting on Instagram now everyone's got an account. You can follow the actors that you really like in television shows. You can also use something called IMDB. 
It's a website and you can just type in any actor or any shows and the bios will pop up. And let's say if you type in someone like my friend Anya, all of Anya's TV and film work will pop up. It's like, it's a really good tool. Once you have your headshot, you need to find representation. That is not the easiest thing to do. Do you have any friends with agents? Are there any agents open calls happening in the city in which you live. There's something called weaudition.com and it is a service that helps you with auditions and readings. Sometimes casting directors have open calls on those that we audition. I've seen that happen. Now that everyone is doing self-tapes and working basically from home, the world has opened up and you might even get a Zoom audition. That's pretty exciting and that's also a brand new thing that's been happening in the last several years. So don't feel discouraged if you don't live near a major market. And by major market, I mean New York, California, Atlanta, Philadelphia is a nice secondary market. So is DC. Boston has a lot of film and TV and theater going on. Seattle has a lot of film and TV going on. My advice is start where you are. Is there a community theater in your town? Is there a theater group? A lot of times professional actors will semi-retire or they will decide they don't want to live in the high stress environment of a big city and they will either go back to their hometown or they'll find a beautiful place to live and start teaching classes. So check everything out. Just make sure everything is legit and you feel comfortable and it is a place where you can thrive and grow. One thing I highly recommend is if you don't feel safe in an environment, leave. If you're taking an acting class or a dance class and the teacher is yelling, you don't need to do that. I once took a class in New York with a quote-unquote up-and-coming choreographer, and he was so nasty to everyone in the room. After the class, a friend of mine said, you should keep coming to this class. He was watching you. And I said, are you kidding? He was so mean. I will never pay anybody for a class who behaves like that ever again. And you know what? That up-and-coming choreographer never broke through because his nastiness just kept popping out and he never got his big break. So there you go. So you've got your headshots now. There is a website called Actors Access. You can post your headshot for free on that site. There is a professional version of Actors Access, which you can purchase. It entitles you to submit for auditions and you do have to pay for every submission if you don't have the paid version. You can also submit directly if you follow audition notices on playbill.com and backstage, you can submit your own materials. So yes, representation is wonderful. Having an agent to look at all the breakdowns and submit for you is a wonderful thing, but you have to start somewhere and beginning by being your own manager, your own agent is a wonderful thing. Now let's break it down even further. How much time are you devoting to becoming an actor? Are you developing office hours? Even a half hour every day is something. When I was in my 20s, I said to myself, do three things every day for your career. And that includes reaching out to people in the industry, taking a class, going to an audition, practicing, 
having some monologues on hand that you know cold, having some songs ready to go in case someone asks you to sing, and having your skills nice and sharp. And by skills, I mean if you want to be in a tap dancing show, like let's say your dream is to be in 42nd Street. Are your tap skills up to that? Can you dance jazz? Can you do ballet? Can you do hip hop now? Do you have any stage combat skills? What about your dialect work and your accent work? The list goes on and on and on. You can start from the end and work your way backwards until you work your way to one day of the week. And then you can even break that day down into hours and you can break those hours down into minutes. So work from the end. Now I can do the same thing with my upcoming trip, my pilgrimage on the Camino, which I've decided is going to happen in 2023. Why am I doing it in 2023 and not this year, 2022? Well, we're still in this global pandemic. I don't want to spend money on a trip that I might not be able to take if I booked it in 2022. I also need to save a significant amount of funds for this trip. I have a t-shirt fundraiser happening right now on customink.com, www.customink.com. And if you type in Michelle Bruckner, you will see I am selling t-shirts about my pilgrimage as a fundraiser to help pay some of these expenses for the trip. So let's talk about if you want to take a big trip like this, I am itemizing all of the expenses that it will take. Now, on a pilgrimage, I am not going out to fancy restaurants. I'm not doing anything but walking, really. But every night I will need a place to sleep. Luckily, there are very low cost. It's like a dormitory where you sleep in a bunk bed. It's like a hostel. And there are all kinds of places like that along the way for pilgrims. I have to map out the route I'm going to take. I thought about doing the Portuguese route because it's something I could do within two weeks. One thing I didn't want to do on my first Camino is do the big 30 plus day one. I don't really know if I have enough time to mark out. I thought if I gave myself three weeks, that's time to get there. That's time to do the first Camino and then a few days to recoup before I return home. I think that will be a good thing to do. So decide that you're going, number one. Plan out your time frame. So I'm hoping to go in June of 2023, marking off that time, not accepting any work during that time, making it clear that I will be out of the country during that time period. Then booking a flight, mapping the route, getting the essentials that I need, which is a pack. I'm planning to travel very, very light. So I'm planning to just wear the same clothes, maybe have a change of clothes that you wash in the sink because that's what the pilgrims do too. They just hand wash everything. You need a pair of shoes that you walk in, walking sticks perhaps, and that's basically it. It's simple, but yet there is some planning involved. I plan to take a small first aid kit too, because blisters are often a problem. And even though I'm no stranger to blisters, I'm sure walking for eight to 10 hours every day is going to cause a few of them, which is fine. So having something to look forward to is a really important part of life, I feel. Having something to hope for and dream is something that I love the most about both show business and life. One of the things that really helps me as an actor 
is to have things that are not in show business, like this trip on the Camino. Having something else that I love and that I look forward to do is very important because I feel like gives your life more texture, richness, and balance. If you only think about show business, you get very narrow-minded and you have blinders on and there's nothing else in life. And then when you don't get that callback or the job, it gets crushing. I want jobs to come freely to me and when they don't, that's part of the business too. I have a skill set that I've developed for 30 plus years. I'm extremely proud of it. And I also just love working as an actor. I love it so much. I'm hoping that my trip on the Camino lends some introspection, some contemplation, some quiet time, some solitude. And I'm hoping that I come back from it really refreshed with a deeper understanding about life, love, faith, all of those things. What are some of your goals this year? What are you planning to do? I want to have a listener question episode soon. So please send your questions to showgirltipoftheday at gmail.com and I'll be sure to read each and every email that you send. And I also want to thank every person who has listened to this podcast as it's been going for the past year. Next week's episode, we have casting director, Michael Cassara. He was so generous with his time. We had a lovely conversation. I can't wait for you to hear the episode. Thank you for listening, everybody. I hope you're well. Have a wonderful January. Stay nice and cozy warm if you're in a cold place. And I will see you next week with casting director, Michael Cassara. The Showgirl Tip of the Day podcast has original music composed by Joshua Holloway. Find him on YouTube, Joshua Holloway Music. This podcast is written by Michelle Bruckner and edited by Michelle Bruckner and Joshua Holloway. Find me on Instagram, Showgirl Tip of Day. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again next week with a new episode. Show, show.